Welcome to Dr. Cindy Speaks. Regular musings and reflections on politics, current events. Dr. Cindy Banyer is a mom and small business owner fighting for our water, our health, our community. She's running for the people of Southwest Florida, trying to flip Florida 19 from red to blue. Listen as she speaks truth to power. Hello, everybody. This is Dr. Cindy Banyer with Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe for Friday, January 20th, 2023. And this podcast is being recorded at 5.48 p.m. So we are at the end of an eventful week here in January. Today was the March for Our Lives in Washington, D.C., which is the annual anti-abortion protests that happens with the very, very far right pro-life crowd. And in order to appease this very far right base, despite the fact that the vast majority of Americans do believe that access to reproductive health care, including abortion, is something that should be solely under the purview of a woman and her provider, these far right extremists curry favor with Republicans and Lauren Boebert was one of the Republicans who was not going to miss out on this opportunity. And she put forth her first bill of the 118th Congress, where she, quote unquote, chose to defund Planned Parenthood, which is being because at this point in time, Planned Parenthood does not take any federal dollars to provide abortion care. However, they are a vital health service for many people around the country because they often have sliding scale fees and they provide vital health care services such as pap smears, cancer screening, STD screening, and more. However, none of this matters to Lauren Boebert and the far right extremists who just have to keep jamming this anti-abortion rhetoric down our throats and instead they would rather just provide no dollars to these public health care service providers and call it a day and say it's a win for the pro-life movement where i say this is pro-life my ass has nothing to do with life and has everything to do with political agendas so we will be watching that fail in the broader congress as well as in the house of representatives and the senate so just another day, far-right extremism on Capitol Hill today. Otherwise, we also have some news coming out of Florida in Tallahassee. There is a lot of uproar around Ron DeSantis and his decision this week to not qualify the African-American studies AP exam for students in the state of Florida. He said that it was without academic merit, which of course is a terrible thing to say about a well-vetted body of information that is available to students across the country so that if they are taking these types of courses, they can pass out of them and receive college credit, except for if you're in the state of Florida where quote unquote woke goes to die, according to Ron DeSantis, those students who wish to pursue that type of study is are going to be denied that opportunity. And not only is that terrible for us here in Florida and our students, but it's also bad for our broader knowledge base here in Florida because we just are simply choosing to 
pretend that doesn't exist. In this new take on post-racial society that Ron DeSantis and the anti-woke crowd are deciding to take, they're just rather ignore any of the differences in the races or any of the issues that have contributed to movements such as the civil rights or even the diversity, equity, and inclusion movement that has been proven through many types of studies, business studies, and personal studies alike that are beneficial for businesses and those who are wishing to get their product to market. But we're just going to pretend that doesn't matter because we're so tired of wokeism, according to Ron DeSantis and all of his other lockstep Republican authoritarians. So this is unfortunate, but just another one of the attacks on our education system at the hands of Ron DeSantis. Other things that are going on that are not so great in our economy in particular have to do with the jobs and workforce outcasts around the country. Tech sectors continuing to see lots of cuts this week, and it was Facebook parent company Alphabet caught announcing thousands of job cuts. This is on the back of other tech companies, Microsoft included that have announced job cuts. Silicon Valley seems to be the first place that is shedding jobs as a result of some of the weaknesses in the economy related to inflation and the battles around it. Earlier this week, we also heard Bank of America talking about hiring freezes as well. So probably safe to say that the finance sector is also being affected by this. Now, of course, this is actually part of what the Fed wants to accomplish with the raise in these interest rates. It is commonly associated that we cannot have full employment and low inflation at the same time, even though that is a somewhat flawed and challenged concept. Many folks believe that is what is necessary to achieve low inflation is the job loss, and there has to be a higher level of unemployment than we currently have. So it seems as though whether or not the theorists are correct, that the companies themselves are taking these measures that fall in line with that expectation. And people are claiming that has a lot to do also with the swiftness of the increase in the the interest rates from the Fed because it has now made borrowing and corporate expenditure just a lot more expensive than it had been even a year ago. So we'll be looking forward to seeing hopefully inflation continue to go down as it has in the past few months and hoping that we can avoid the worst for individuals when it comes to any potential recession or economic downturn in 2023. But Throwing into the mix something that is also going to cause Wall Street some heartbreak, that is the debt ceiling battle that is to come. So yesterday, the U.S. hit what is called the debt ceiling, and that is essentially our credit limit. That is a self-imposed limit that Congress puts on our financing of the budget, and it is our ability to borrow and or create additional currency to pay off our debts. This was something that had been decided upon a long time ago and has sub subsequently been raised many times. It was initially a way to get out of some of the 
budget discussions, some of the impasses in the budget discussions in the past, but now it has become a political football. So essentially, Congress has to not only negotiate a budget as they just did at the end of the year, but they have to then shortly thereafter negotiate the increase in the debt ceiling. Now, what we are seeing here is although we've hit the debt ceiling, Janet Yellen at the Federal Reserve has gone to quote unquote extraordinary measures to try and basically move money around to keep things like government salaries, utilities, and things like that going. So this is going to come to a head pretty soon and is going to potentially become a very volatile situation here in the United States because the far right extremists that were part of the quote rebellion caucus that were going against Kevin McCarthy during his speaker vote, one part of the concessions that they got out of him was that he was going to look to balance the budget and enact other really extreme fiscal conservative policies when it came to both the debt ceiling and the budget. So we could see that coming out again because they these far right Republicans, which include Matt Gates and actually Byron Donalds is part of that. These are the folks that are uh, subsidized by Club for Growth, part of their agreement in order to get the millions of dollars from the billionaire Uline funded PAC is that they have to agree to no more new spending. And so that is those types of cuts are what that far right extreme conservative fiscal conservative part of the freedom caucus are demanding and they want that to come out in the budget all that they are going to accomplish though is holding this debt ceiling and essentially all of the u.s economy hostage while they extract these extreme fiscal promises out of the remainder of the republicans mitch mcconnell and the in the Senate, they know that they do not want this to affect the economy because it does have a large possibility, if we do not swiftly raise the debt ceiling, of destabilizing the entire economy. And stocks can already be seen to be reacting to the potential fight. And this had really come to a head previously. Prior to Barack Obama, it had never really been a huge political issue. And then the Republicans decided that they really want to give it to the Democratic presidents. Oddly enough, they have no problem raising it for Republican presidents. They only seem to want to do brinksmanship when it comes to the Democrats. And they hold the economy hostage. And the reason that is so is because the one of the main premises of the U.S. economy being strong and robust is that we always pay our bills. We are the, we are the, I was thinking of a Game of Thrones reference and I completely lost it, but we always pay our bills. Okay. We have the ability, we have a strong, robust economy. We have resources and we have a sovereign currency that allows us to create currency and infuse it back into our economy when it's necessary and have other fiscal and monetary policies that we can use to control how our economy grows. Okay. But what this does is make us a very safe investment around the world for investors. So people buy U.S. Treasury bonds and they are safe and reliable. And it's part of how we fit into the global system is that we're always able to pay back those debts. Okay. But part of that is predicated on us paying our debts. Okay. So if we don't pay our debts, which is exactly what the debt ceiling is at this point, then our credit rating 
could be downgraded. And that is exactly what happened in 2011, the last time the Republicans tried this brinksmanship bullshit with the debt ceiling, okay? And our credit rating went down, which meant that we went from being the very top best possible credit rating that you could have in the entire world to losing points and us consumers and investors losing confidence in us. And that could uh, happen again and we could slide even further. And that just means that we have less influx of investment into our overall economy. And that is going to continue to erode our ability to grow in the way that we have. So we have to maintain that confidence and we have to do what's right is raise the debt ceiling. And I'm 100% against the Republicans holding Congress, holding the economy hostage with this so they can extract these fiscal extreme fiscally conservative and irresponsible components out of the budgeting process later on this year. So that's the end of that. I do want to mention just back to the March for Our Lives that there are counter protests around the country this week on Sunday. We have the rally to tally where Vice President Kamala Harris and other folks in the Planned Parenthood universe are going to Tallahassee to fight against what they know is coming from Ron DeSantis, which is more extreme anti-abortion, anti-woman, anti-body autonomy legislation that's going to come out of the Florida legislature this session. If you are up for it, I hope that you will go to Tallahassee and raise your voice for independence and women's freedom. So thank you so much for joining me here today. This has been Dr. Cindy Banyer for Dr. Cindy Speaks, the Daily Diatribe. And we hope that you will continue to support us by becoming a foundation member on the Big Mouth Media website. That's BigMouthMediaFL.com. And for $50, you get access to all the exclusive content and the content that will be coming from Big Mouth Media. You have the opportunity to support independent media and progressive reporting across the state of Florida, which we know is it going is extremely difficult right now because of Ron DeSantis and his authoritarian tendencies. And we would love to be able to continue to provide these services for you. So this deal ends January 31st. So go ahead and get your foundation membership $50 gets you all access forever to all the Big Mouth Media content, and we'd love to have you on our team. Join the revolution today at BigMouthMediaFL.com. Thanks for joining us here, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dr. Cindy Speaks. If you'd like to learn more about her, go to CindyBanyer.com or connect with her directly at Vote at CindyBanyer.com. We love connecting with people.